Welcome. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna be that kind of person. Could you imagine? Like that's still. Ex- you ever open a? Vi- <laughs> it's just it's like why are you so loud? Like yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A Mr. It's Beast just right type. in your face. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got like today we're gonna interview a thousand people. Give each one a dollar that allowed me to interview. Oh, let's go right now. Like and subscribe for the channel. Whatever. I'll follow you. The bell. Here we go. I mean, that's then, their hook. And then it's brought to you by Raid Saddle Legends. <laughs> Everybody, the Raid Saddle Legends. No, but now they're advertising that like magic spoon cereal or whatever. That's like oh yeah, yeah, I seen those people yeah. complaining about like nine dollars a box, and it's like yeah, yeah. I, I saw a guy. He was like an ex viner, but he was he had them. He was like they're not good, and I was like, I can imagine. Yeah. No. But anywho, welcome back everybody. This is the Will's Truth Podcast. Today I have a very special guest, my boy, Rodrigo Pedro. Hey guys. You can. He's famous on YouTube. I don't know if you've no, seen him with I, the likes of PewDiePie or Vanoss Gaming or um, Kev on stage. But he was say, with where them. are you going with that? I don't okay. know. All right. I, that's the only YouTubers I had on top of my head. But um, yes, welcome back. Thank you. Um, thank you for hosting today. Of course. And uh, you're gonna probably hear some dogs in the background because I have like five or six. Oh yeah. So we're me. at the we're at the Rodrigo residence. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. would you want me to no, follow up? No, on I, didn't, that? I didn't have anything for you. But it's like they just have like they have like chickens and yeah. ducks and stuff. It's cool over here, man. It's a cool place. Yeah. And then we're in we're in a a bedroom that was once a garage. Yep. It's all painted up in the Mexican colors for some reason. You know. Oh, it is. Okay. I just realized. You know, I, I just man, realized pride, it as man. well as I was looking over it. You gotta have the pride, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah, it's you know? cool. Yeah, it's like a little guest room for now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's originally my sister's, but she's in Amsterdam for a week, yeah. so, you and know. We've got the llama for yes. South America. It's directly from Peru, actually. I had, a, I had a co-worker at my doggy daycare that was from Peru. Oh, really? His name was Jorge. Shout out Jorge. wonder what he's up to. Oh, well, he just quit. <laughs> oh, okay. I went to go pick up my W-2 and... It was like, oh, it was Jorge's last day. I was like, oh, I just missed Jorge. Jorge was oh, cool, though. Oh, damn. He was telling me stories about how, like, what he <laughs> Well, no, he had a real sad story where it's like um, there was, like, a civil war happening, and he was, like, working, mm-hmm. and, like, whoever, whichever side of the civil war, they just were going to his job and just, like, shooting people in the head, and, like, they didn't kill him because he was in school. And I was like, so, like, they killed, like, it was, like, on a line. And I was like, yo. Like, this is, like, week too like we're just in the yard with dogs together <laughs> and he's speaking just, of dogs yeah speaking yeah. of dogs well that just goes to show you that education is important education is important it, it saved I, his life yeah it did <laughs> and then he was telling me how he, he sounded like sex on the bus all the time i'm sorry what yeah he was an older guy so you know that okay. was back when people took the bus like uh, oh okay okay or he was wild man well good for him sounds like he's lived quite a life yeah he, he has and he's really good at training dogs I would plug him, but I don't, I don't know. You, you didn't even but get his number. Look, look up Jorge in Atlanta. I'm pre- there's not a lot of them. You know, you'll, there's only five. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? There aren't that's a lot that's of an outright lie. Come yeah. on now. It's Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, 
Ten. Maybe there's six. Eight. Okay, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I mean, I was, I'm a guest for a specific reason, right? You are a guest for a specific reason. Because um, today we're going to talk about Pokemans. Oh, sh- okay. Pokemon! I've always wanted to talk about Pokemon. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about Pokemon now? Um, honestly, the newer one, Scarlet uh, and Violet, was actually pretty fun. I always have this tendency to never complete my Pokedex. Like, the last three games, I have been so close. (laughs) I have gone, like, maybe... Wait, I, I've wait, needed the, maybe the, like the, eight the more. The Pokédex or the National Dex? No, God, no. The National Dex, I don't oh, even want to. No, ooh, I don't even want to try man. to approach that, man. That's too intimidating for that's me. Too no, much, man. the region, the local one, the regional one, I would be maybe like three to eight Pokemon off, the le- and that's been happening the last three games where I just, I just don't complete it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's the ADHD. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm the type of person on. that's like, I, I become the Pokemon champion, and then I go to like the battle nexus battle attack whatever the the end game activities are i kind of feel around a little bit i see there's like a new currency system mm. that i had to use and i'm like Ugh. i tried and then i go get like because normally once the game is normally like a legendary that you can't get until you're the champion so i normally get that guy and then back in the ds days you'd hear like arceus is at gamestop come to gamestop you can have arceus i still love that dude i mean yeah. now it's now they just give you the card, but before yeah. you were able to like actually yeah, go to, like, in there and like you'd have to bring your yeah, actual DS. That was cool, man. Yeah, now it's this: you go in, you ask for a card, they give you the card, and now it expires too. Like before, they didn't. I don't think they used to like expire the codes to like mm-hmm. get the Pokemon. Yeah, now they definitely expire. Like I found one for a legendary Pokemon that it was like a shiny. It was the it was the um, Pokemon Sword mm-hmm. legendary. It was a shiny version of it. I got the card, but I forgot to put it into my game and claim it and it had expired in December. Dang. Yeah, I was because so. I, I, you know, when I borrowed slash stole your Pokemon sh- sword copy. Um, Wait, what? You remember that? Because I was, I was at your house and I was like, I, I just stole your sword. I was like, I'm going to ask him to borrow a sword and shield. So I grabbed it, put it in my pocket, and then I was like, I think Andrew was with us. He was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, did you? I was like, Oh, yeah. For, I, I was not planning on, st- I was going to steal it, but I wasn't playing. I was legit playing on that. And I was like, Can I borrow your sword and shield? And he was like, What do you think? And Andrew was like, And I was like, What does that mean? And he was like, Andrew, I'm, Andrew was like, Well, that means yes. And then <laughs> I started playing it. Because I've played chronologically for me. It was Pokemon XD on the GameCube. Fire game, man. Once I get a PC, I'm going to download that legally, Nintendo. Don't, don't. But um, then it was um, Sapphire. Sapphire was like my first main Pokemon game. That was my game. first Pokemon yeah. game, and I forever love Sapphire. <laughs> and then I went up to – I jumped to Pokemon Platinum. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, I what just, a leap! I, I know what a leap. I skipped yeah, Emerald because okay. I wasn't really sure. I didn't really understand Pokemon. I didn't realize it was like a whole thing. Yeah. So it was like I didn't know how to like stay up with stuff. And you know, I only got stuff on Christmas and birthday. And then I'd always want like a, I went through like a phase where I only wanted toys. And but anywho, yeah, it was, yeah. Then it was platinum, and then Soul Silver. Soul Silver was fun because it had the little. Um, Thing, the little poker walker. Yeah, oh my god! I remember gosh. I used to take that with that me everywhere, heat, bro. That I love Nintendo that. used to come with the heat. You could really bring up. 
That was so cool. You could bring your favorite Pokemon with you, and then like they got back, and it was like, I found you an Orenberry, or like. Well, I, I mean, XP. they created a, like a spinoff. It's like Pokemon Go, right? With then yeah. they have the Pokemon Go Plus thing, but it's like it wasn't. They could have done more with that. Yeah, apparently it's still popular among people. Some people, anyways. Mm. Like I, I talked to someone that that they 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 have a group that goes Pokemon Go hunting yeah. with like, and it's a group of people going like every week. <laughs> you know what happened to me? Was um you remember it was like 2015 or 16 that summer when everybody was playing Pokemon oh, it was 2016, Go. 2016, I remember. Yeah, very I had an iPhone 4s, and it could not handle because it was like a constant before. GPS and like it was too like I had it download every time I opened it it just closed like it was like no so I completely missed that original boom and I was so sad about it and then I got back into it once I got a newer phone I was like oh this ain't this ain't bad but it's just like. It just shows if, like, we properly integrate Pokemon, like, if we get, like, holograms and stuff, like, Pokemon would just be, like, a part of life. Because it's, like, you ever used to watch those YouTube videos of, like, Pokemon CGI? Like, it was actually fan edits of, like, people, like, 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 Pokemon in real life kind of thing. Where, like, they actually had the Pokemon out in the real world CGI'd, and it was actually pretty impressive for the time. I mean, this is, like, a decade ago, so I don't know if they've followed up on those videos or not. I I, rem- no, I don't remember that because probably there was a lot of stuff like people love Pokemon for a long time. But I remember when Google Maps made that fake ad for the Pokemon. You remember that ad where it was like um, Google Maps was like, oh, we have this thing where you could become a Pokemon master. You throw, po-. but then you go to Google Maps. You don't remember that? I vaguely, vaguely, it's starting to ring yeah, a bell. Because it was it, so it was, and then like you got to essentially you got to. It was supposed to be like Google used to, back when Google was cool. They used to look like do a prank once a year. It was April Fools. And so they dropped on April Fools and it was like a commercial of people throwing Pokeballs like CG Pokemon. And then like there was like open Google Maps and you'll see and it's just like they put random Pokemon on the map. You just p- pick them and it was I remember, and then, yep. and then you just had them. And then they said if you got all one hundred and fifty, Google sent you a business card that said you're a Pokemon master, which I thought was if I knew that I was going, I would have taken it more seriously. But it's um after, that's what pushed Pokemon Go because so many people were pissed off that it wasn't real that Nintendo was just like okay we'll make it. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I mean Google isn't the antic like a it was like a spinoff of Google or something like it's like a Google owned company or something. I have no yeah. idea. I know they had a, a they had a game before this that was like the groundwork for it that was kind of like capture the flag, mm-hmm. kind of. But it was like it was the same concept where it was like a map and there were like pinpoints. It was the same like all the all the. Poke stops were the same like stop points in that game. It was just like oh yeah, I remember Reddit posts about people talking about the similarities. It was like, it was yeah. like this, this so I think they used that game as overlay a, as basically. A base yeah. For it, but yeah, I mean they also I, maybe I wonder if they did that too uh, similarly with the Harry Potter one that they released because I know Niantic released Harry oh, Potter. Oh, I remember that. I don't think that mm-hmm. did as hot. Yeah, is it still on the App Store? I assumed it was. I mean, I. I don't know why, unless literally no one is playing it anymore. I mean, they probably stopped doing updates, though, because yeah. I haven't heard anything about it since then. I, ever since they dropped it, I have not heard a Like, because what do you do? Like, what are you collecting? What do you... Uh, are, is I guess maybe, like, new spells. Uh, honestly, I don't yeah. know. I, Did I've you ever known. play Hogwarts Legacy? No, I, I was tempted to watch it, but then, I like, all the controversy surrounding it. Oh, yeah. And then also, like, I'm not usually, and I've, I've, told, I've told this to you, but, like, I'm not really one for, like, single-player oh, yeah, games. Oh, single-player boy. Like, I've, yeah. I've played a handful of them, but, like, it's mostly multiplayer, like, online games that I really 
I have a short attention span, so I feel like that's the only thing I'm good for. I am definitely a single-player boy. That's how I am. I remember when I was in high school, I used to play Destiny, and uh, I used to... I used to have so much anxiety that, um, <laughs> like, I would, like, put, like, oh, random party chat, join you, and then they'd be like, hello. I'm like, ah! Like, I didn't know it was, I didn't have the vocabulary at the time. I didn't realize that was anxiety, but I was just like, I can't handle it. It's too much. <laughs> and so, like, I never, like, even though my friends, like, offered, like, come play with us, like, I'd always, it just stressed me out the whole, because they're not overthinking. I'd be like, oh, am I being weird? Is it, are they, they're not talking. I'm not talking. Right. And, wow, I used to really overthink as a kid. But yeah, <laughs> I remember this one dude said uh, we would play Destiny. He said I made a girl character because he said he liked seeing her go go downstairs. And she'd be like, <laughs> he said her butt looked nice, so she went down. She go downstairs like this. The, the things we do in our youth, man. Yeah, just picking girl characters because they're hot. Yeah, every, everyone's uh, been there. Mate, but all the girl options, well, I guess boy, the boys are either skinny dudes, big strong guy, or hot lady. Like, right. that's all the... No they they have sliders, but it's like, like you want to... Uh, it says, like, fat to small, but the woman's size, it's just like, her, her waist goes from this to like that. And it's just like... Yep. Yeah, men made this game. Oh, obviously. Like, it's so, it's so sad that it's like... The black people got excited for the customization in a po- Pokemon um, Legends Arceus where they had braids. It was like, oh, jump braids! braids! It was a whole new game, man. And then, and then I when mean, they had locks in um, Hogwarts Legacy. It was like, oh, locks! We're just so starved. I for- mean, the representation is slowly yeah. getting there. It's only taken decades, yeah. you know. Did you have a Did you have a Wii? Of course. Yeah, that <laughs> I said up without hesitation. Of course, but um, I remember when the Mies, I got excited. Cause they had an afro guy, and at the time I had an afro, and I was like, "Oh, that's like me." Even though his afro was like this, I'm surprised you couldn't shrink the afro. Yeah, you know we not we sports switch sports. They fumbled the bag on that game, man. You know I was hearing so much hype about that game, and then it just it stopped. Just I think they didn't capitalize. Cause first we sports is like it's like one of the best selling games of all time because the Wii is the most. Because it was like connected to the it Wii, was attached, right? And the Wii yeah, broke a I lot of that. records. That I think it wasn't until like the the newest Xbox and PS4. Hey, look at Ant. Yeah, no, right. I don't know where it came from. Crazy. I don't have anything to hit it with. Okay, that's that's like the Ant that was on Suki earlier. Okay, just it's, for context, Rodrigo's dog had a had an ant just on her lip. Like it was dead, but it was just chilling there, and she was okay with it. We were kind of okay with it. It's trying to escape right now. Yeah. I don't want to kill you with the llama. I feel like that'd be disrespectful. Or you just, you know, you didn't have he to. Lived. It's It's indestructible. The boy who lived. You gotta let come him. To you gotta die. let him live now. Come on now. Okay, you can live. He's indestructible. You gotta let him know. Wait. You've tried three times. If the and camera just... can see him. He's allowed to live. Because Rodrigo said so. It's his house. I mean, you tried to kill him three times. And I did. And I hit it with my. Did I break my Apple Watch? We're still good. Okay, well, see, it's... Oh, no, it jumped. Where did it jump to? It's down there behind you. Where? Can you see it? It's gone now. It went oh, into, okay, like, one of the... Right. Okay. Dude, oh, it's probably because I broke some of his legs. <laughs> I'm going to put him out of his misery. He's probably not going to live. Uh, ants are tough, man. Ants are real tough. All right, he's gone. What a lively podcast. Yeah, it's real exciting. It's real, real vibrant. I had another topic, but I forgot it. 
It wasn't Europe. It was something else. I'm I'm listening. Was it about the llama? It was probably about the llama. Was it about the llama? I mean, what about I the mean, llama? I don't know. Let's also, a it's a. I think it's. Is it a llama or is it an alpaca? I think it's an alpaca. Let's take a red solo cup break. Brought to you by Red Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup. The lines dictate how much alcohol you're drinking. We I have think, water think, in this. I think this is no. Either this is a shot. No, no. I think this is a shot. No way. No way. That is a shot. One of these lines is a shot. I. I think it's. I think it's that first one. I think this is a shot. Maybe. Yeah. There's no way that is a shot. That is. I know some, like a somebody, somebody said that. There's no way. Thank you for our Red Solo Cup break. Red Solo Cup. It wasn't. We talked about Pokemans. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. We can start talking about Europe. Maybe it'll come back to me. Okay. okay. All right. Edit the clip. So this is for. The, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely going to edit that little part out. But this <laughs> is the segment that you all have been pestering me about. You've been yelling at me, Damn. blowing up my comments on everything. You guys just won't leave Will alone. Y'all keep like, bullying me, man. Y'all said we want to hear. How did Europe? Did you get a job, man? <laughs> did you get a job from Europe, bro? Like what? Ha- update, bro. You changed my life. Update. Like <laughs> I love you, Will. Update. And then, but seriously though, like I posted that. Well, first I posted the the podcast, and then I posted that clip, and it's probably because I put it on LinkedIn first. And then, like, I think the Europe people helped it move around a little bit. But it was like, then it just, like, it got jumping. Like, um, can I see your phone? Because my phone's recording. Yeah. Let me, let me do a quick check of the recording. Make sure everything's recording. That's recording. And that's recording. Okay. I, I buy direct. Oh, yeah. Also, y'all, shout out to I buy direct, man. If you need some cheap glasses, man, and you know your prescription, Go to I buy direct. Why are you just promoting these companies free oh, of charge? Dude, this is come on. brought to you by Raid Shadow Legend. Dude, come on. I just want to show them. I, I want to show them the ad space they could have if they pay me. Why would they even bother paying you if you're already giving them the ad space? Well, obviously not. Well, maybe they will. All right. Maybe Raid Shadow Legends will. Oh, you see that? I typed in Europe. Look there. Look who's uh, right there. Oh my God. Your boy. You're like the top one of the top searches. That's yeah. wild. So, oh, it's still queued to the television. You should do it to my phone. You're yeah. right. I just need to look at the comments because we're gonna we're gonna go through. Why don't you have YouTube Premium? <laughs> What's your problem, man? This is brought to you by YouTube tr- Premium. Listen, I don't really watch enough YouTube anymore to justify Bro, pay, I paying so the pre- premium. I pay premium for Hulu because like I watch that more than YouTube uh, most of the time. All right, let's. All right, we got it from time. Okay, so yeah, so I posted that clip. I did not expect it. Like, I know 5,000 5, views in, like, today's internet is not a lot, but that's a lot for me. And, like, they have this much engagement, like, all these comp like, 56 comments is a lot for me. And it's, like, a lot of y'all were, like, very genuine about how y'all been struggling and, like, how my video helped you. So I'm, I'm glad it helped. Um, yeah, some of y'all left some really nice stuff, and it really touched my soul to think that something I put out put had, was helpful to people. And, yeah, so half of it was like, oh, this is helpful. I was stressed about school, and now I can do this. And then the other half were like, update, I need a day in life. And, um, obviously, it's been about, when did this, I I dropped this of December of last year. So, it's almost, it's gone, in a few months, it'll be two years. So, it's crazy, like, how much time has, like, happened since this video. Because I made this video right before we went on internship. 
So it was like it was like that month because I think we started in January. I did it in December. I'm sorry. So it's been like a year. Yes, it's been a year. That's why I did it's this been so more so than it's been more than a year. Yeah, it's been more than a year. How come you haven't given December any December 2021. Oh my god, man! I didn't realize it came out that long ago. Yeah, it was right oh before god. internship. So, um, yeah. Mm. So, like I said, I have my guest Rodrigo Pedro. Um, he was not with PewDiePie. I lied to y'all. Um, he's he was also in the year program with me. We were in different classes. I was in Group One A. Class. What, what was our learning group A? LLC learning. Yeah, yeah learning. L- learning. Learning. LC1, group 1A, and then you're in 1B. Yep, and you guys got all the special treatment, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, so. We're just talking about that. So we're going to be, we're going to try to not speak, because uh, before we get into it, because we're probably going to say some things that we like and don't like about Europe. Europe changed our lives forever. So I want to put that out there before we start giving our honest opinions about it, like, Cause no, and system, we will be honest, yeah, especially programs that work towards like at risk youth and young people. They're not always on the P's and but like they change in lives. They generally are helping a lot of people and exposing people to a lot of things they wouldn't be exposed before and giving people chances that they never would have gotten beforehand. So before we speak, I want to let you know I have the utmost respect for Europe and ain't none of y'all gonna disrespect Europe in front of me. I'm gonna talk about because I've been through it. I, me and Rodrigo been through the trenches, but it's all love from Europe. It's just a hundred percent. Honest experience with the program for those of you who have been asking. But um, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm gonna let you take because if you want to watch my initial experience before internship, look at it. It's in the corner, whatever corner I'm pointing at. Look at it. You see it? If it's the right, is it? I I don't know, but it's there. But um, I'm gonna let you like talk about. We'll come back. We'll come back to the comments. We'll get to the comments after we talk about our experience for. Excuse yeah, me. So we're just we're <laughs> just jumping around now. Yeah, okay. we're jumping around. So um, I want I want you to talk about your, you know, you can talk about whatever you want to, but like kind of like chronicle your your work experience before Europe, then your Europe experience, and then well up till up till internship. Okay. Right. For the, for the people at home. Okay. Okay. Um. So a little bit of background then. Uh, I'm on. DACA, so that means that in Georgia, I was unable to go to a lot of colleges, mainly because of expense, and some of them had federal funding, and so they apparently couldn't let me in because of that. Is that uh, real? Yeah, it was real. I got a U- I literally applied to UGA, and I received a letter. I remember the letter said that because they accepted federal funding and I was undocumented, they were not able to um, provide me entrance into it. Not, not because of my grades, like maybe it might've been, but like, I don't know why they wouldn't have mentioned that instead of the, you know, wow. not being a citizen kind of, uh, you know, part, but yeah. Um, so I do enrolled senior year of high school. So I went, so I took some college classes at a community college. So after high school, I graduated and I decided to keep going to that community college. But, uh, since I, I was on DACA, that also means, for tuition purposes, I count as an out-of-country student, mm-hmm. so the tuition is four times the amount. So, like, one class, and this was, keep in mind, this was, like, how old am I? Uh, 27. This was nine, eight years ago. Uh, one class was, like, $3,000 for me. So, yeah. Um, and I did try to apply for some scholarships. I, mean, I, I could have done a better job at that, but I just ended up going to community college off and on for, like, years I worked at Best Buy, Comcast, um, did li- and like Comcast, it wasn't even anything tech related. It was literally door to door sales, 
Um, and I did that for a year. I'm surprised That's I the lasted hustle, that long. Door to door sales. That is not for the week. <laughs> it was. It was. I, I'm honestly surprised I kept it up for that long. I I should have quit way sooner. But I got you know like a severance at the end because they in, literally shut down the entire branch of that department and let go of everyone <laughs> in that like that was doing direct sales. And then they brought it back a few months later, hired new people entirely, and then. You must have been paying them less or something. I guess, but yeah, they gave me three months of severance, which for a year working there, I was like, I will take it. And so, yeah, but then I did this, like, uh, I worked at a, a uh, like a calling center answering, like, uh, calls about balloon rides. So I would, like, basically be the middleman to book balloon rides. And that company, funny enough, after I left a few months later, the attorney general for Georgia shut it down. Because it was apparently like illegally doing this shit, and I didn't even realize it. Because oh they, they were like, they would up, they would basically create all these websites uh, advertising like balloon rides over Atlanta, or like, you know, um, or like fly over Atlanta, like plane, you know, plane lessons and all this. And it turns out, and it would give you a phone number to call or like a form to submit, and it would. It was taking business away from the people that actually did it because we were the ones that just called those companies and booked it on their behalf. Mm. So we would just charge like a fucking one hundred dollar premium for no reason. Um, And that's I only lasted there like maybe two or three months because I just I I just figured out it was it just felt shady and the pay was garbage. Um, And so, yeah, I ended up only lasting three weeks there. Or yeah, but anyways, they shut it down. Because of of that, they were just legally advertising or like misleading misleading advertising, basically, is what it was. Mm-hmm. Where like it wasn't actually hotter balloons rides in Atlanta; it was actually a hotter balloon rides an hour north of Atlanta. So when like people <laughs> would call in, we would have to be like, "Oh yeah, because of like uh, law, re- state regulations, and you know, airplane regulations, we are uh, hotter balloon ride regulations. We we can't actually fly the balloon over Atlanta. It's actually an hour north in Rome or whatever." So you're going to have to drive up there. <laughs> That's a scam, boy. Yeah, exactly. And um, so, yeah, it only lasted three months. And then after that, I ended up working at a calling center doing basically tech support for small stores who were like, we would rent them our EBT devices and we would and they would call us about how it didn't work and we would fix it all that. So, you know, regular tech support, tech support stuff in a call center. I worked there for two and a half years. And I realized at that point that I was stagnant. That I need, that I was just not where I wanted to be in life at that point. I could have gone back to college because I only had one more class to finish my associate's degree. Um, and this, and this is a, uh, when I when I actually downloaded TikTok, and I noticed I saw an ad for Europe on TikTok. You discovered it from TikTok too. I did. That shout out uh, TikTok, man, for hooking up the Europe program. And I, it was literally <laughs> a month after I downloaded TikTok because I was one of those people that's like, oh god, I'm never gonna download TikTok. I was the same way. Because like, like it nah, just sounds exactly. Like, but I'm it's like, so much more than that. Like, I'm not gonna download that. And then I finally downloaded it in October when I was like super like down and like I was like I need something to just watch. Um, and so I came across one of the Europe ads. I Google. I did some googling. I looked up more information about it, and I was like, this seems a little too good to be true. I said the same uh, thing. So <laughs> I, you know, I I signed. I applied and everything. I went through the interview process. Who interviewed you? Martin, Mr. Yeah, Martin, I have Mr. Mr. Martin. Shout out, Mr. Martin. Don't worry no more. But yeah. um, <laughs> uh, he was a cool, cool guy. He was a cool dude. Offered you a tie if you ever needed it. You know that yeah, kind of guy. Mr. Martin, he was a real he cool, was a real dude, nice man. guy. But anyways, um, yeah. And then luckily, I was a, I had a I had a friend who bought a house in Mableton that was like an hour 
or like 30 minutes from Atlanta and he was gracious enough to let me stay there for like very cheap um for that entire year that I did Europe cuz like he knew or he knew a friend he he had a friend of his that actually went through the Europe program like a year or two before I signed up mm-hmm. and he had gotten a job with uh, Turner Broadcasting Service mm. uh and he was making like six figures at that point and uh and so I was like and Zach was and so my friend Zach the one who let me move in he was like yeah this is legit so like i know you're a hard worker and if you know if i can help you in any way to get a you know your foot in a career i will do my best and so he let me stay there for cheap for a year and i was able to drive through and from i didn't have to worry much about like the money because he again he was it was very cheap what he was you know letting me pay for for that year mm-hmm. uh one thing though that I year up for like the first six months of in, of like cl- college or of college classes, they would only pay what fifty dollars a week. Oh yeah. So yeah. or like it, it was like three hundred dollars a month is what they would give us, right? Well, well, it was fifty dollars. So we get we get the fifty dollars every two weeks. So it'd be a hundred dollars every two weeks. So it'd be about two hundred dollars. Two hundred. Okay, gosh. it was it was two hundred dollars right. a month. So Bro, yeah, it was two hundred dollars a month. We survived at two hundred dollars way up month. now. Apparently, like for y- y'all that want to know, my friend, I have another friend actually that I referred to to Europe. He's in the class right now. He's doing the the learning and development phase. He's in like the third, second, third month of classes, um, and he basically was telling me that now in the internship phase they pay five hundred dollars a week. That's nuts, for man. internship. We got paid what? Um. Yeah. During internship, like, we got we got a hundred every two weeks. One hundred, one hundred fifty every two weeks or something like that. Was yeah, it was it, like one hundred fifty. I think it was one hundred fifty every week. I think so. Like three. It was like yeah, six hundred dollars oh, yeah, a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so it's like six hundred dollars is what we would get a month, and now and, they get five hundred dollars a week pre, for internship. This was twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two ish. So we weren't all the way out the pandemic yet. So we were kind of pandemic ish. So pre, yeah, it was, apparently it was literally post pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it was post. But it was like pretty much people like before twenty twenty like they would get more than i can't remember what they said more but it was definitely more than us and then like i think the people before us got a little bit less so i think they were on their way up so the numbers the the numbers the the what's it the stipend that you get with europe tends to fluctuate so you're going to probably hear a lot of numbers but um yeah so don't be yeah that that might change for any future classes so it's just a matter of i don't know i guess the market i definitely i definitely worked on weekends while i was at europe just to yeah, He's luckily I had a side business that I was doing at the uh, at the time as well that it would give me yeah. a little bit of uh, income as well. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, I, it seemed too good to be true because that they would pay you. But I I applied anyways. I got in, and the first few weeks it was just virtual Zoom calls. Yeah, pre orientation. And it was pre orientation, and it was the exact same thing like yeah. every day. It was like a repetitive. Yeah. And in retrospect, because like we both probably got we did both get it at the first week of pre orientation. So it was like every week they got another probably fifty to one hundred kids. Oh right, right, because they so were they still to, like, introducing they didn't people, right? So and also it hadn't started yet technically, so it was just like you know. Mm. So that was very annoying where they would talk about the same things, the same concepts, like word for word, like every week. And then they told us we had to be on there. And it makes like we me really so just upset. went to one and waited till it started. It makes me so upset because at that point I had green hair because I, 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 I decided it looked, it looked blue it on like, the camera. Oh, it, man. No, no. I, I remember the I had recently dyed my hair for like the first time neon blue and I, and I liked it so much. <laughs> I decided to re-dye neon green. Yeah. Uh, and then I started in I started, you know, you're up. And the first month they were like, you know, you're going to have to like do something. You're going to have to 
get rid of that. And I was like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, there were other people in still in the learning and development phase and even in internship that had different colored hair, but, yeah. but whatever. Anyways, um, the, honestly, the first few weeks I started to feel like it was a cult. Cause like they it were just like, like a they were just like they just kept saying trust the process. They did. The they would always say trust the trust process. Trust the process. <laughs> uh, and and they would basically repeat the same uh, you know <laughs> year up um, uh, the, talking points yeah, like the the, the mission statements, the, the, the core values, all that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, y'all. So they really yeah, drilled for, that into the, you. I forgot the core values, but um, they really drilled the core values into yeah. you. Um, and so yeah, and then we we got our schedule. And here's the annoying part about learning and development phases that we would every day. We would have to wear suits. Yeah, and, and it was just, it, it was hot, casual, man. It like was hot. Business like a tie and a ja- in Atlanta. This is and in Atlanta. You gotta wear a jacket, a button down, and then and then when we started it, we started our internship. We would all, we'd be the dress, best dressed people, which is good, but it's also like I was I mean? literally like, I started the internship virtually, and I remember joining the first day. I was wearing my suit and tie because I was like, well, you know, Europe told us that we would have to wear this going into internships. So that's, so that's what I wore to my Zoom meeting. And at the end of the Zoom meeting with my manager, it was like a kind of like a one on one just to introduce us and, and uh, explain what my day was going to be like for the next few weeks. He was like, uh, you know, you don't have to like, you know, you, you can you can dress like that if you want, but you don't have to dress up so you know, you don't have to be so formal. You can, you know, dress with just like a T-shirt and, and I feel stuff like, like every, unless you were sent to a bank, everybody had that conversation with their manager. Like, look, business casual at the most. Right. And I was like, like yeah, of course. Yeah. No, for most most fields like, um, yeah, it was business casual. So, yeah, that was really the annoying part. And then having to go Monday through Thursday every day from oh, 8 a.m. Yeah. or like seven i would get there like maybe seven yeah, seven thirty because yeah, we had to get on the zoom at the we couldn't be on mm. the our we had a morning zoom meeting with europe and um every morning and they said they said we had to be at school but you know so well there were some people that were so lucky that lived like 15 10 minutes away so they would yeah. literally do, join the zoom call at home and then either while the zoom call was going on they would drive i would i would to, do that yeah they would drive to the school so by the time it ended the classes would be ready to start up, and so they would just walk to class yeah. um, after just now getting there. Uh, and, and those morning meetings were a myriad of anything. Like they had us present something as a group, a group project, bring somebody in to talk about financial literacy, a guy to just talk about business wear and interacting. Yeah, there were a lot of like guest it been speakers. Oh, oh yeah, and then you went to your like your mentor or whatever, and they just like you just chopped it up with them. They're pretty cool, but yeah, it got tedious after a while but it's like i get why you do it because it's like you're essentially taking a group of young people the, the original concept was it was like 20 to 24 i think it's branched out to well, like 29 18, 18, i think like yeah it's like 29 now but it's like originally it was like really young people from any type of background you could literally as long as you had a high school diploma there was like a 95 percent chance and no record if you have a record don't i'm just gonna let you know now it's i'm not gonna get into it but it's a some people, yeah, you don't have a record and do your up. That's all. I'm, that's yeah. all I'm gonna say. But uh, <laughs> probably for the best. But uh, what was I saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But um, yeah. So um, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I was saying? No, dude. You you trailed off. Yeah, and, uh, I, I but, followed um, your trail, and I lost it. 
But yeah, was I talking about the morning meetings? Yeah, you're talking about the morning meetings yeah, and being be virtual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the more yeah the oh, more the reason why they drilled it into us. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I get why it's yeah. This, I'm gonna cut that out. But uh, <laughs> you get why this you get why that's important because yeah, you taking a lot of people from a lot of different demographics. Some people straight out the hood. Some people had a computer science degree, and you're trying to get them all on the same page to yeah. Some hop people straight into even had like a chemical engineering degree too. Yeah. Or like no no like so, um, chem- chemistry yeah so there were definitely uh, people with bachelors like, and people yeah, who yeah. just graduated from, you're like literally cut off my graduating part, from high school cut out my part please thank you and then uh, what did you say cut out my part please the stuttering continue oh, no I won't it's staying in <laughs> nah I got you I got you <laughs> but yeah so it's understandable why it's so it has to be so disciplined so red- like I understand it and I respect it and if I was doing it I'd go about it the same way but that doesn't mean that I like it at the same time you know what I mean like yeah. I understand why you're doing this. But it's like sometimes I'm just like, ugh, I know how to like. I've been wearing suits since I was two, like, so. It's, but yeah, but I was, you know, I was fussy. It was in the morning, mm-hmm. you know. But um, it was pretty cool. You know, um, yeah. How 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 did you feel about the coursework? Like both Europe's coursework and I mean the Europe Atlanta coursework. Europe coursework really wasn't that. I mean, it really really wasn't that much work except for the parts we had to like write a, like a few essays at some point. Which were just a little tedious, but I mean they were fine. Um, the yeah. coursework, I mean, luckily I had already went to school. You know, I'd already taken college classes on like Java and stuff like that. It's yeah. HTML, so it did that. Prior knowledge did help me a little bit in the following classes. So because a lot of the teachers, some of them did teach really well, others kind of let you. I'm listening. Yeah, they they just kind of let you do your thing. They would teach it very. They would go either go very quickly, or they, or they really wouldn't even bother with the material at all. So they would just leave that to you to learn it. So a lot of us would kind of get together I sometimes. I get this camera turned off. Uh, why would it just stop recording? Okay. Oh wait, let me do this. Okay, now we're good. I don't know how much that didn't, but it's it's fine. <laughs> we got every, It's all good. Okay. So I'll put a disclaimer in it. But any any here, continue. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, I wasn't paying. I was so focused on the cameras. <laughs> but um, were you talking about Europe in any way? I yeah, mean, probably. I, but I was um, talking about Europe. Oh, you talking oh, about yeah. the coursework? Uh, the coursework, yeah. So yeah, a lot of it was you had to teach yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. luckily, we got we. Some of us did get after school. Like we would maybe get on Discord because we did create a Discord channel. Yeah. We were just talking, talk about Europe and stuff. So we would get together. We would do homework together. We would kind of go over the material again. So honestly, I wouldn't say it was too bad. Uh, luckily, because of my prior knowledge, but also, um, you, you just had to put put in the work for you know. You just had to focus on the homework. And luckily, some of those class periods were free, so you could do the homework then. Yeah. Since, you know, they weren't really teaching. And also, I want to quantify this again. Um, we talked to, like, alumni. Like, they had a long, like every single person had a completely different experience. Every, t- every, every class has a completely different experience from each other. So if things aren't the way that we said they are, it's because they changed. Yeah, like, I mean, they, they're constantly rotating teachers, yeah. too. Like they, yeah, the seems, teachers, because, so. like I said, if for purely we're speaking purely the Atlanta chapter of Europe, they combined with a local community college called Atlanta Metropolitan State College. So we were taking college classes and also getting college credit. And then also Europe was like teaching us stuff and working with us and stuff. And like, yeah. So my friend Zach that I told you about his friend when he was doing Europe, 
they had their own building. Yeah. So this before sold, yeah. this was before the pandemic where they had the building. So all the college classes were actually taught by Europe's staff. And they actually had like guidebooks and stuff. They were apparently way more organized back then when they had their own building. Yeah. Um, I could see how that affected stuff. So, yeah, but when they shut down, they partnered with Metropolitan, and now they have a building within Atlanta Metro State Politan now. So they're, they're pretty Metro much established. Metropolitan? Atlanta Metro State. Yeah. State Metro State Politan. Atlanta, Atlanta, Metro, Atlanta oh, Metropolitan uh, State College. Atlanta Metropolitan State College. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, they pretty much have a partnership with them, so it's, you know, set in stone. Yeah. Uh, for now they had a little europe logo in the room yeah but um but my friend who's currently in the europe program right now he said that it's sort of the same as what we experienced where some of the teachers are really good about teaching you the material and go slow they're thorough with it there are other teachers that really don't give you the attention that it, or, or like you know they don't really teach it the, the way that you know they should be teaching it to a group of people that really you know come to like there's like an understanding that they don't really know the material it's like they're still they're just beginning to do it most of the time um so yeah you have to really kind of teach yourself during some of those classes still but you know one thing i realized is um the students are not the customer we're the product not in a bad way like i'm not saying it's like it's evil but it's like when i think about those terms it makes more sense what they do so essentially these companies come to Europe and say, I need people in these positions, these positions, these positions. And the companies that need somebody and like who they are, how many they need and for what positions change from year to year because business. If you don't figure that out, you know. So they say, hey, Europe, I need this many software developers, this many people that know networking, this many people that for customer service positions and this many for like a desk job or whatever. And like each company says that and then Europe essentially, they're like, all right, what do they need to know? They need to know Java. They need to know this. I want them to know that. I want them to know how to do this and pretty much give their order list. And Europe has six months to get these people as close to that order list as possible. And then whichever ones do the best and the least best and, you know, you send them out. Yeah. So and as you said, they change. So some of the courses or the offerings may change as yeah. well. So I noticed I don't think they have software development as a track at the moment. Yeah. Uh, which again might change. But back when we went, that's the track that I was in was a software yeah. development track. So, so that's so. that's also understandable why it's hard for AMSC to keep up because it's just cha- it's not like it's a strict list of companies that they're always using. I mean, generally there's some like ones that are less techy are a little bit more consistent. Like apparently the bank relationships are like the best relationships for Europe. From what I've heard, but yeah, that's that's interesting. When I when I started thinking about it in those terms, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Why they do what they do, right? And then yeah, AMSC would be empty, boy. Like it would just be us. You just no, see a whole for bunch real. Of s- we would go. We would go to class, and it would literally just be suits and just people walking, people walking in suits and ties. Like <laughs> it looks like, so crazy. Like all these people walk because no, not even in corporate America, nobody walks around. This, so yeah. it's when's the last time you saw a group of people in suits? Like that's the, the, the wheels in suits all the time. Yeah. Like. Adjunct was interesting, but um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, it wasn't yeah, the education wasn't perfect, but at least from my perspective, like I've told y'all before, I didn't know a thing about coding beforehand, so that was my introduction to it. So it's like part of that whole exposing people to things that never been exposed before thing. Like they didn't have, I mean, if they did have it, they didn't tell me to do it, and I feel like I, it would have really resonated me earlier if like they offered it in high school. But that's a systemic. I mean, issue. now they're doing it now. Yeah. For some in some schools. Anyways, well, not in my so. high school, it's not yeah. there. I can guarantee it's not there. Well, thanks to systemic racism. <laughs> yeah, systemic racism. But um, 
So yeah, so it was like fun. I was like, wow. I was like, coding. It made coding possible in my mind. You know what I mean? Because I thought you had to be like Harvard level intelligent to do it. But it's like anybody can do it as long as you want to put in the work. But um, yeah, the teachers were really cool. The teachers were cool. It wasn't always perfect. You know what I mean? But they did their job. Yeah. And um, like I said before, put y'all on game. Is uh, I'm always telling y'all, the key to success is. Proving and building good relationships with the corporate engagement team. The corporate engaged people are your best friends. They're your best you friends, will do, man. You need to do whatever you can to set Those, up meetings with them. Yeah. Like, set up Zoom calls if you have to, or, like, in-person meetings probably be Shake the their best. hand. Give them a firm handshake. Um, make sure that you're known to them because you want to make a good impression. Let them know that you are who they need to fill these positions that are sought after. So they have Some of them have very valuable positions within some big tech companies, and they're looking for people that you know will work that look like they will work their ass off they look professional all this kind of stuff that they want so best way to do it is to get your name out there and introduce yourself to them i know i gave that advice to my friend who's in it and apparently he's already um you know he's already doing really well with the corporate engagement people to the point where like one of them said that they're his top pick already which is mm. kind of yeah. crazy it's that they're quite, already it's, talking it's legit, about that it's legit like a like a like a nba draft like they i remember mr shelf i don't know if he's still there but shout out mr shelf he said pretty much they lock themselves in a room and they just fight over the best ones no for real well <laughs> i have to thank miss browning who unfortunately is no longer at europe but she's not i don't believe so no because uh. i asked my friend if he heard about her and he, but also miss browning also co- used to come late but if she's gone shout out miss browning yeah but sh- she stood in uh or sat in for one of the classes where we had to do a presentation so we created my group created a we- a banking website and just kind of we created a powerpoint just kind of walk through the basics on how we created it what we what tools we use what, how we implemented it all that kind of stuff so miss browning had sat in on that and luckily she was so impressed with the presentation and with my speaking part that I did in the the, uh, the presentation that uh, she apparently fought with Mr. Shelf because Mr. Shelf already had people in mind to fill these internship roles. But Ms. Browning basically fought for me. And, he, and I know this because Mr. Shelf told me he even told me to my face when we first when he first told me what internship I had received. He said, I just want you to know, Rodrigo, like I already had someone else in mind, but Miss Browning really fought for you. So. You know, it must be re- you must be really special to you know have her vouch for you so hard. Um, so yeah, I was luckily able to you know get that uh, give it my best in the internship, and then they offered me a full time position afterwards. So yeah. you yeah. were the only one, ironically, Un- that at, at yeah. the moment at the very end of intern, you were the only one given an offer. The one that almost wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, and the ones that, the only one that wasn't Mr. Shelf's pick because the other yeah. two were, were Shelf's. And they were, but, they were, but and, one and of them, both of them were great. Like it's not like that's the thing. They, they were, were both great, but one of them did get, yeah, yeah, yeah. worked, yeah, get uh, uh, hired at that company again, yeah. like a month or two later. No, both of them were, ver- both of them were very sharp women, very talented, good friends. Like it's, I'm not saying that to, I was saying it to up you, not down them, just so it doesn't look like mm-hmm. I'm hating. It was just unfortunate like different circumstance because like I had a you know, we were on different teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And also the the and the the reason for Europe isn't always like spoken like these people are here to try to find a job. Some of them just think we're here for internship like it's college. They don't know. Like we're trying to get a job at the end of this. So it's like you kind of be like, hey, that's actually what I want. And they're like, oh, fine. and that's I, I, I don't and, know if I'd ask for this. But I knew that and that's where I also got lucky because like shout out to my manager. He is like one of the best managers I've ever had because he, he literally sat with me 
when the, in the first day in the office mm-hmm. and he asked me what I wanted out of the internship and I was straight up I told him that I wanted a career I could see myself having this as a first step in like my full you know just a career for the rest of my you know adult life and so he was like okay well uh if you put in the work you know i will make sure that you get noticed and i will vouch for you but just make sure that you actually put in the work and and do what needs to be done to get noticed and literally that that is all that is what it is you need to make sure you get noticed it's about the connection you're up provides you that opportunity to put your foot in the door Mm -hmm. but it's up to you to make that impression and reach out to these individual people so you get noticed so you get your name out there because that's really how you know you become a mainstay and you get offered a position eventually you know once that internship is over yeah so that's that's kind of the tricky thing about it is like yeah not every there's some companies where they're like oh we've been working with Europe for years like y'all you do the work you finally get converted that's what we say you get converted to a job that's what they say and it's like you're gonna get converted but it's like there's also ones that are like new accounts or like maybe they sent somebody there and they didn't do the best job so like you know you kind of gotta um so you're you're kind of like there to like kind of mend the relationship and um that's kind of what happened to me like so i my internship um was at uh were you done with your yeah, yeah, yeah no, i'm done okay yeah okay um yeah so my internship was at uh cox communications and um it was one of those ones where it's like it wasn't like they had something ready for me if they saw that I was like dedicated and learning and stuff. But it was still a fantastic experience. Like um, my manager, Julie, and then I worked with the critical facilities team with Chris and Kathleen. They were both fantastic. And it's like I learned so much because I also got to because they did. They let me cater the um the internship to what I wanted to learn. So I told her I was passionate about software development. So she put me with a team that was working with developers that they contracted. And I got to learn a lot about React from them and like brainstorming and stories. And what, I forgot a lot of it now, but it's like, and also the, uh, both of the people I worked with were like wizards. When I mean wizards, I mean wizards at Excel. Like they know the vision, you know, the coding language for like Microsoft stuff like Visual Basic, like you know, the master of Visual Basic, and it knows every button on Excel. Like they were just so, it was so cool to be around people that are so good at what they do, right. and just like it was just, and they were so, they were so like they was like you're doing a great job, like you know when people are, like BSing you like oh you're doing a great, like they were like we love your input, like you're do, yeah, like you're doing a good job, like and it was just so satisfying, and um, they were awesome. Yeah, so shout out to Julie, Chris, and Kathleen, and everybody at the like it was a great experience. I would not. And it gave me the experience I needed for for future positions. But like, yeah, at the time they were having like a hiring freeze when I was when it was time for me to for conversion, so I couldn't even like look for a position. So, but I yeah, but all of them were like, if you need a letter, and they have written me like, if you need letter of recommendations or anything, like you could put me down as a recommendation for stuff. Like all of them, and these are some pretty high level people. Like, so it was like those were worth their weight in gold. So for those of you who don't get converted to a job, like just build genuine relationships because you never know where those relationships are going to do for you. I mean, that's how one of my coworkers, like I said, the one that was an intern originally, mm-hmm. she didn't get hired, but she had made connections with people in other departments because she's, you know, she's a very social person, yeah. a very nice person. And, and so she's able to make these connections pretty easily. And she connected with someone in a different department at the company. A month later, she got messaged by her on like LinkedIn as saying, telling her to apply for the position and she applied and, and ended up getting the position. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's well, if you prove yourself and if you get those connections, it's definitely possible to get a job afterwards if the internship doesn't work out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where our paths diverge is um, 
you essentially created a job position for yourself. Like, and that really changed how I looked at jobs where it's like, like you said, well, I'm not going to get into that. Maybe I won't get into that. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> well, pretty much, yeah, they found, they saw that you, they wanted you at the company and they found a place for you to fit in. And they, they did what it took to get you in that position. And, you know, you had the position. And it's like, yeah. So after, so that's a good segue because, like, I didn't get converted on a job. Like I said, it was a great experience. I do not regret it. And it was a fantastic. And it set me up for my next job position. So it all worked out. It was all in God's vision yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, you get two different perspectives from the year up, you know, internship. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I worked with the employment placement team, which is essentially that's that. So that's another benefit. I said that before, but it's like the employment placement team, their job is just to get your people jobs. And it's like you'll have access to them as long as you're an alumni forever, as far as I know. So that's very useful. And um, so they were just like bringing recruiters for different jobs in. I put my application in, you know, I wouldn't hear back and apply and all that. But then I, um, I heard from a woman at a company called Zurich, an insurance company, and I had never heard of it. And I discovered on my internship, that's another reason is like it d helped me discover my passion for data analytics. And um, so that she said, oh, we're looking for data analysts. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. I didn't really have any experience because I discovered like the month before my internship was over that that was the path I wanted to go with my career in the long term. But um, yeah, she was like, you're a little underqualified because yeah, there was nothing on there besides Excel that had anything to do. And I know what I need to learn now. But um, yeah, so she was like, but you know, just keep emailing me and keep applying for stuff and like, we'll see what happens. And then I kept applying for things and then like, and then she'd be like, just checking up and she, I would be like, yeah, I'm just keep applying. I'll keep you posted. And she was like, you know what? You are the first person from Europe that's ever like kept email correspondence with me. So I was like, I'm going to make sure that you get on at this company. Like just keep applying and I'm going to talk to these people and I'm going to like sing your praises and like get you in the door. And so like she got me a couple, like it's very interesting going through the job search program uh, process through a, a recruiter. <laughs> so, so, so I would apply, I'm like, hey, I applied for this position. Here's the number for it. She's like, oh. That one, they're already interviewing for that one. All right, so go to this one. And then she, I'd go to that one. It's like, oh, I just talked to her. They just filled that. Like, uh, and then he's like, oh, that one's not good. But so it's just, just getting the inside track on what really goes on behind the scenes when you put it in an application was very interesting. And then um, she got me an interview with a guy, and um, it was a good conversation with him. That didn't work out. But then I got interviewed by – she got me an interview with my current manager – and, you know, I did everything Europe taught me. You know, I spoke appropriately, respectfully, good resume, gave the good answers. I'm a little my 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 skills on the on the hiring like has like my my interview questions aren't as strong as they were. But like I was like on it, like I was ready. Like it's gone a little soft, but it's like those skills that Europe taught me really came in handy when it was grind time. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, just like drilling, and then like oh, also another thing at Cox Communications, they had a lady that I forgot her name. I'll just see if I can find – if I find her, her name's right there. No, I shouldn't do that. I'm not going to put yeah, – <laughs> no, don't, don't be exposed yeah, to like, people she was, yeah, I'm like not gonna that. Put, but she was a huge – there was a woman who was like a liaison for like Europe and Cox that worked at Cox. And like every week she'd sit down with it and would ask us like the 10 most asked like interview questions. It would like yeah. get – like we'd give it to her and then she'd give a response. So like we did that oh, wow. for like two months. And it was like that really helped refine. So that really came in handy. So shout yeah. out to her. Maybe I'll say – maybe I'll put just her – 
Maybe I won't put her first name because I already said the company. You know what? No, I'm not gonna say her out of respect. I don't want to put what this out doing, there. Just, yeah, no, I'm not. Because you know man? you want to you want to like show appreciation right, to people right, that have helped right, you. Right, right. But but they, I don't, I don't, know, know, I don't know if this are. is good they'll PR. So are. yeah, so no. I'm, she she knows who she is and she she might see this because I'm a tag Cox Communications in this. Maybe it'll go viral like the other one. But um, <laughs> so that was a huge help. So um, when I interviewed with my my manager, like I was like. This was a weird interview. Like, uh, when I got done, I was like, this is weird. Like, I was like, either I was guaranteed it from the beginning or they already have somebody. So I was like, either way, it was short. Luckily, it was the other way around. And um, they gave me an offer. More, might have been two or three times anything I've ever made in my entire life. And it was just like, Zurich changed my life, man. Like, um, first of all, I, I'm, a, I'm an underwriting associate. And um, I didn't even know what the word underwriting was, but it's like, it wasn't like, and if I'm being transparent, most people who come into my position have a lot more experience, but just like my drive and my determination to grow and learn really like resonated with my manager. So she took a chance with me and it's like, I mean, so I've only heard good things from her. So (laughs) if she hates me, she's doing a good job of hiding it. But so far, like my team is fantastic. Like I love everybody I work with, you know, the, my manager's fantastic. The work culture is fantastic. Like for me, I like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say everything is always perfect all the time everywhere at something, but it's like I couldn't ask for a greater work situation. Like it's just like everybody's just there just to do their best and like have a good time when you can in between when you can and like get their work done. Right. And it's just like for somebody that's been hard working all my life, it's been hard to find other people who work hard. Like most jobs, like everybody hates it, people complain, it's like you know it's nice to be other people that are like giving it their best like that's together. what i love yeah about one of the things i love about my job is like you can see the passion that people have for the job and for what they're doing mm-hmm. um so it's great to see that and that that really just kind of uplifts you and gives you kind of like um i guess it kind of motivates you too in a way really yeah it it's makes like, it makes you want to be because you don't want right. to let your, your team down man like exactly. you're part of a team and, and and the company i mean i'm working uh they really encourage growth i mean it's all about growing as, as yourself within your career because they want you to succeed they want to pr- keep promoting you mm-hmm. i mean there's a coworker on my team who is in who had who was in my position last year and he got promoted a year after like mm-hmm. only a year it, it took him to get promoted so um yeah it's crazy honestly the opportunity that europe gave me by just getting my foot in the door and i was able to prove myself i did automation basically like i said my manager handed me um work to do and it was like i had to like automate some reports and my name came up during one of the higher up meetings that had like the upper management that were like my boss's boss and they had brought up my name because i had brought down a report um um, basically I had brought down the score indicating that I had done automation and so they were impressed by it and yeah I mean I just kept doing the work that needed to be done for me to get noticed and um, I heard that you know when, once the internship was going to end my manager was kind of he said something was in the works he was talking to the HR lady that um, you know was kind of like partnered with the Europe program. she was the middleman you know in with with the Europe and yeah they had brought it up all the way to the higher up in the department and they basically approved of creating a position within the company for me to be on my manager's team because he had seen the work that i had done he had seen i mean my camaraderie too with my coworkers, because everyone on my team 
both teams that I worked on since like they are really cool people really like lovely to work with really nice like we joke around too like it's not a you know it's not a like like what you see in like corporate like in those tv shows where it's like soulless corporate environment no like yeah. we joke around we have fun you know that kind of stuff we we go out to lunch together too we walk to the mall or something we, you know we, we go to like chipotle chick-fil-a and come yeah. back and it's it's kind of crazy too i mean it leads to a lot of collaboration too which which is a big part of the company mm -hmm. um stance you know they want to see collaboration and and people reaching from different departments too just to learn more stuff i mean we had three days dedicated to just kind of going to zoom meetings and learning about different topics related either related to our position or not related just wanting to learn more about a different aspect of the company mm -hmm. yeah that's what people i feel like blue white collar work when it's done i feel like white collar work gets a bad rap man because they just act like it's all drones and your sheep and like all but it's like sitting in an air-conditioned office and everything that i'm responsible for is on a computer that's a good feeling, man. When I I ain't got a sweet. The flexibility <laughs> too is like, oh yeah. my god, dude! Oh, I man. never realized. I never. I don't know. I never expected to be able to have this much flexibility at a job. Yeah. Like where like it's flex work. So luckily, I I only get to go. In, I only have to go into the office fifty percent of the time. Even going into the office, it's not a bad experience. Yeah. Aside from the drive, man, driving to Atlanta. Yeah, that, all the that's way. That's the worst part of this well, is driving through Atlanta, well, bro. Luckily though, you live fucking closer to Atlanta than I do. Well, I mean, it's still an hour. I know. <laughs> but like for me it's well, I mean, an hour fault. it's an hour without traffic it's an hour yeah, and I say you, to nobody two told you traffic. to live out all the way out here all right well listen I, i'm saving up for a house i'm definitely not you know planning on actually buying a house here so yeah. you know eventually but yeah even then like being able to go into the office is a big part of collaboration and, and being mm. able to talk to my coworkers if i need help yeah or you know just getting to know them because we even have after like sometimes we after work um you can do happy hour like go out and Oh my gosh! There's <laughs> it's it's crazy how companies uh there's so much alcohol. they're a huge fan of happy hours, man. Yeah. Corporate there's so, companies. There's so just, much alcohol in corporate America, and I love it. Like it's just it's so much fun. It was a culture shock, man. When I first yeah. heard about it, my first happy hour, I was like, "What? Happy they're hours be serving are, alcohol? Company happy hours are so fun." The break room man. of yeah. the office. What? Man. And I love it because it really yeah. it also really allows a lot of barriers to come down between people, and right. it's like it really allows you to really build genuine. I mean, I think that's that's the point of the yeah, happy I, hour. Right? I mean, that's I guess I guess it's been it's been in America for centuries. Like people get better closer with alcohol but it's like yeah it's just because i know it's like my my relationship with like my coworkers changes after every happy just because you know also it's off just off the clock interactions in general help you build that camaraderie right and you know the alcohol is kind of just like lubricant and it's right, right. yeah but it's been really cool but yeah <laughs> so that's been, you want to get to the comments now or yeah let's get to the comments um oh yeah before we get to the oh i guess it'll come they'll, they'll have uh, no i was gonna say, say yeah uh, I, I have your face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um it's one 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 one. <laughs> okay, so let's go through a couple of these. Um I graduated that program in twenty nineteen, same degree. Today I work at IT business analyst making good money. Um it was totally worth it. So shout out yeah, there's a lot of people saying, Hey, this worked. You know. That's awesome. Also uh, all right. I'm really glad I found this video. I've known about Europe since last year, mid July, but I thought I'd give school a try again since I was transferring after taking a year off. Excuse me. <laughs> However, I find it that school still hasn't been working out for me more or so due to things. I can't read well, guys. I'm sorry. Things outside of my control. Um, it's been a real slump. 
LOL, but hearing your experience has given me some kind of hope and has convinced me to sign up after I'm done with this semester of my junior year. Hopefully, I don't do too bad. LOL. <laughs> I hope when you get into Europe, I hope I get into Europe. I also meet like, I hope I, because, you know, I talked about how the people I met there and how they're pretty awesome. I also probably want to meet like-minded people that I end up befriending. Would love to see an update video. Best wishes to you and your future, man. Like that, that touched because I got that like right after I posted, and that was like shout out to Mario, man. That jump made my month, man. But I just want to let you know, Mario. I've been thinking about that comment for a while, though. Um, this is really sure, reassuring about the drop out of college again. Looking forward to apply to Europe. Um, come back once you're ready to make more content. See, everybody is like, <laughs> I love you, bro. Where's that part two at, though? Like. <laughs> Please continue the series. I just applied for Europe. Would love an update. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, these are all for like a year ago, yeah. right? You, you expect these well, guys yeah. are already in the program. I really hope you continue to make contact because this is so helpful. Okay. She's in the program in Arizona. I'm on week nine. I believe everybody should try it out. Um, I'm not seeing questions. Follow up? Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> nice so video. You, you just didn't prepare. You assumed there would be questions. I assumed there would be questions. There's a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, I was in Eaton YC Europe at, uh, okay, I was facing a lot of problems. Okay, there's some sad stories yeah, in here. Yeah, there's one thing I have to say that, um, not because uh, I'm not trying to bash Europe, but uh, I am trying to be honest. The Atlanta chapter, at least, has gotten more disorganized, apparently. I mean, they used to, be, they were disorganized before. Because I mean, it was post-pandemic. They were they had moved to AMSC, and so they were still trying to figure things out. Uh, my friend who's still going there, apparently, from what he's told me, they're still disorganized. Um, you know, they're they're obviously doing great work, but it's just, for instance, they they said that they had to be in person at one point. They went into person, and it turns out it was actually virtual that morning, mm. so they didn't even have to go into the uh, into a, at AMSC to begin with. Yeah, so, but I feel like if you ever worked with a nonprofit for a nonprofit. Like, nonprofits tend to be difficult work environments. Yeah. And but I feel it, like it's, it's hard, too, because, yeah. like, there's, I mean, there's Europe's all over the country, so they probably, like, I mean, I don't know if the communication is there, too. I mean, there might be. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes and what they're going through. So, but it's like, they're changing lives. So it's like, I can't hate on them, you know. Nobody gets it right, right especially no. when you're dealing with 18 to 29-year-olds and trying to make them accountable and consistent. Facts. Because, yeah, that's another thing we to say is, like, we started with, like, 300 people. There was barely 100 people. When it was time to for, for when we Graduation were alumni, stuff, yeah, right, yeah. there had to have been 80 people. Like, so a lot of people did not make the cut, man. Because, yeah. oh, yeah, they deduct points. So if you're late, you're disrespectful, you're not on time, you don't get good grades. You get it's just, what was it called? Not deductions. But, um, yeah, you had a point system, and once you kind of got zero, they no, gave you a chance, too, once you reached yeah, 100 points. Yeah, if you points. got 100, so it was like 500 points or something, but once you got down to 100 points, you had to do a 100-point plan where you talked about what you're going to do to do better. And we have, we saw someone's presentation who did that. Oh, See, a man. lot of the pro the problem with a lot of those people that dropped out was that they they thought that getting in was the hard part. Once you got in... They, did, they Get, didn't actually put in the Getting in was really the, the easy part. The hard part is staying in. Right. They actually didn't put in the effort. I noticed, I know someone who actually never logged into their book online, never <laughs> did any of their classwork until the last month of the yeah. semester. And he was asking other people to help him log back in or log yeah. in to begin with. We, yeah, like, we've been in our books reading and studying for, for months. For months. For months. And this dude just expected to get an internship 
because he was he he got accepted into Europe to begin with. So a lot of these people don't know that there actually is a, a lot of work required for it. And I will say um, it's definitely worth it. From it was definitely more worth it for me to go to Europe than to actually go back to college and finish my associate's degree. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I would have had an associate's degree. Yeah, but. I don't I'm think sorry. the community college I went to, Chattahoochee Tech, really has anything to help you, like the employee, you know, the program yeah. that you said. This is the benefits. Like, there's so many other benefits. Right. Like, like, they don't help you get your foot in the door. I mean, they give you the degree, yeah, yeah, but then you have to go on your own and apply for internships at these companies that you want. And a lot of these internships, for the most part, if you don't have connections, they are asking for a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um or to be enlisted in college, you know, on, on a yeah. three. On a, yeah, there's um, people who go through the Europe program who have positions that require. Uh, hold up. There we go. It can only record so much at one time. Oh, I figured, forgot about that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's literally positions where people have four-year degrees and some have master's. And we're getting into these things because it's like I feel like the systems that we set up, a lot of these jobs that just like they want you to have a bachelor's because they want to know you're willing to work. You know what I mean? Like it's not even about the bachelor's in a lot of jobs in America, which is messed up. It's systemic. But we're not here to talk about the systemic problems. We're it just here shows to you're committed sur- for those yeah. amount of years. You, I mean, you committed yourself for those. amount yeah, of Yeah, so essentially you, you were you worked hard for four years consistently without stopping. That's pretty much what it is now. But it's like we're not here to fix the system. We're here to just thrive and like find find the loopholes in the system. So it's like. A lot of these places, like when we got in, if you worked hard, a lot of people were like very helpful. It's like they like introduce you to people that they thought would be more helpful if like they couldn't help you like get an internship. Like um, they they like I said, letter of recommendations like like and these companies like these companies have a lot of money and a lot of resources. So a lot of times you get access to a lot of the resources that the employees get. So it's like. Uh, this is this is some more advice for y'all. Like when you on the internship, every minute treat it like you in Afghanistan or Vietnam, you in Germany in World War Two, and you are in enemy territory, and your goal is to survive. And by surviving, you build genuine connections with people. You learn about all the resources and opportunities. You learn if there's any job positions. Like, because even if you don't get converted, like these are some very if you prove there's so many people that are willing to help you with your career once you leave. Your internship and like will be like lifelong like mentors like it's it's in there. You just gotta like finagle like that's the real like having these companies, you know, Cox Communications, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, like all these major companies. Having them on your resume with like little to no experience besides in degrees, like it's worth its weight in gold. These relationships you build in Europe, like with these with these people at these companies, are worth their weight in gold. Like I'm telling you, like. Like when you get in there, take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, if if you definitely, if you look like you are going to give it your all, if if they feel like, you know, you're putting in the effort, you're putting in the work, they want you to succeed. They want to see people who try hard, who are putting in the effort to uh, to succeed, because you know that's why they're there. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's all about making an impression, and if you make a good impression, then these people will vouch for you, and you will see results. Yeah. Yeah, I had yeah I had people write letters when I was applying for other things. Like I had them write me really great letters of recommendation, and it's like I'm telling you, man, you get it. You get a, a letter of recommendation from somebody in a great position, man. Like, man, it's worth it's worth diamonds, my guy. Like, golly. But um, let me see. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you 
to Zurich for this great opportunity. This has been a great work environment. I love working at Zurich. And um, yeah, thank you, Europe. Shout out to y'all. Like I said, y'all changed my life. The system's not perfect, but no thing is. But it's like I'm grateful to y'all. Any any last advice for the people? Oh yeah, um, let's talk a little bit more about the the day to day during the during the learning and development phase. So, well, I think we pretty much covered. But yeah, you get up in the morning, you meet with your mentors, like, and just do what they say. Just be respectful. Wear your suit and tie. Like, don't be messing up. And then go to your classes. Be on time. And usually there's like an hour break in between classes yeah. at some point. Yeah. Make and some usually use that time to either get lunch or actually focus on doing some of your work, which yeah. I would highly recommend doing some work in between yeah, make classes. Some, make some friends. So, yeah, we normally yeah. had, what, two classes a day? Yeah. Yeah. Because we no. had, you're up in the morning. I thought it was four classes a day. Four. Oh, no, one class in the Yeah, no, it was like an hour and a half class. Right, right. Yeah. It was yeah. two classes a day. I can ask my friend to send me a schedule again, honestly. You know what? Yeah. I actually have a schedule. Actually, I forgot. Oh, it's on. It's There you go. There it is. He actually sent me his yeah, schedule. Yeah, because it's been a while, man. And also, another piece of advice is, like, keep these friends you make close. Because you never know where these people in Europe's careers are going to go. Oh, and one more thing. LinkedIn is the game, boy. Like, while he's looking that up, let me tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn lets you have access to essentially anybody you want and i did this like when i was when i was in between like looking for a job i would just like dm recruiters and heads of positions and i've gotten a couple uh zoom calls with some very high level people at a lot of companies and it's like yeah like if you want to if you want to work somewhere in a field look up that field look up your state and just start dming those people send them emails you know genuine business emails or like dms and like talk about what your intentions are maybe and also a little game man People love when you just say you want to pick their brain. You just want to, if you don't want nothing from them but knowledge, people eat that up, man. And be genuine. Like, genuinely want to learn. I'm not saying, like, finagle people. But it's like, like, you'll never know what kind of doors open for you when you just come in just willing to learn. Yeah, for those people that have anxiety, social anxiety or are more, you know, reserved, more quiet, more introverted. I am also, like, I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert usually. I have, you know, pretty high anxiety. But... You need to just fake it till you till you make it. Honestly, you fake have it you to. I, I have to act social in order to get anywhere. Right in in Europe, you have to make yourself known. How are you going to make yourself known? You're just going to yeah, be in the yeah. corner doing. I mean, yeah, it's important to do your work, but if you're not being noticed for your work, then you're not really going to get a good internship because corporate engagement people won't know who you are. Yeah, you know, they Talk won't know your personality. They don't know if you would be a good fit within a certain company that they're you know looking um, at. So, yeah, right off the bat here, I can actually t – and I just lost it. But anyways, it was basically, like you said, virtual Zoom meeting with the Europe staff in the morning usually. And then it would follow followed by one college class, mm -hmm. uh, transition period, another college class, and then you would have lunch. Yeah. And then so. some, pe some people would like after like, – because I think we're done by like three-ish – Three or four -ish. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. And then um, some people just go to look because a lot of people had jobs like so like some people went to work and then like some people we would some some of us would just like hang out. We go out to eat or whatever. So, yeah, make some friends, man. Go out there and make some friends. You need to cut that part out because I want to read the schedule again. OK, I can recontextualize all this. I'm looking through all these pictures here. OK, because I sent oh, we've sent a lot of pictures. So while yeah. we're waiting on him. Here we go. OK, I got it. I got it. Uh, Sorry. I was going to talk about our next sponsor. My bad. 
Uh, so okay, Ray so basically it was, yeah. So we have college class transition period, which is like thirty minutes to get you to where you need to go. Then another college class lunch, followed by another college class, and that's right now how they're ending their day. So yeah, and that usually ends at three thirty. So the day it ends at three thirty for for them right now. Hmm. I think that's I think that's pretty much everything. Am I forgetting anything else? Talked about the pre the internship. Yeah. So yeah, so my internship, yeah. So pretty much once a week you meet with your corporate engagement person that you're assigned to also. Just like talk about how things are going. They give you a little inside track of how things are going in the company. Maybe they have some advice for you going in. You kind of bring situations that you're going through. Because like some people were virtual. Some people were hybrid. Some people were completely in person. So they just helped you finagle this environment. Because it's kind of like... It's kind of like walking into a, like a zoo, man, with like no cages. Like you just don't. It's not like it's dangerous, but it's like it's a it's a it's a new world. So you it's really like, don't know what to expect. Yeah, you don't know what to expect. Yeah, not I anything mean, bad, but it's just like it's just new. You yeah. know. I mean, I wish we could come up with other questions, but if you yeah. know, if, if this if this goes well, to, yeah, and people have questions, yeah. maybe so, we can yeah, make y'all another. Put, put questions in the comments of this video. Yeah, um, then maybe Will will yeah, invite we'll, me back. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to the to the rod room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The once was a garage, but due to great ingenuity, is now a bedroom. It's Mexican with Mexican labor. Shout out to Mexican labor, (laughs) aka my dad. (laughs) Shout out to dad, man. But yeah, tu padre is mi padre. Exactly. Mm Mhm. Hermana. Hermano. Hermana is sister. Oh yeah. Sister. I don't know why I said sister. Uh, Sister, 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 sister. Oh, so is there anything else about internship um yeah every internship is different because every company is different so every co- company is its own animal it's got its own beast so i can't really prepare for you for it is I, would, I would i would advise if it's a co- is a company that's had relations with europe for a while find a europe alumni in that company and just like stick yeah. to them like glue they, they'll probably find you but if they haven't found you you go find them it it just depends on the position you're honestly going for within these internships like some I mean they have different some of them like are flexible like they you can work from home some of the time you have to go to the office other times most some of them are just you have to be in the office the entire time or some of them you work from home the entire time so it really depends on the position the company you're going to be interning at um so just keep that in mind it's not going to be the your experience is going to differ from person to person but one thing the corporate education people at least did for us is they asked us what kind of environment, work environment we would like to have. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And yeah. kind of like our strengths and weaknesses. So, yeah. Corporate yeah. engagement team is fantastic. Yeah. yeah if you, and if also you the learning them, engagement people are awesome, too. Like, right. they taught us a whole lot and really helped for us sure. prepare. So, but yeah. Yeah. So, shout out, shout out to them. Um, any more game? Yeah, I think that's it. So, um. Yeah, apply to year up now. We should try to go to the summit. <laughs> well, you'll be you'll be in Mexico, but um, that'd be pretty cool. I'm gonna try to go to the summit, and I'm gonna be like, when you're not in Mexico with me for that. Yeah, week. when you're not in Me- when I'm not in Mexico with you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to show up to the to the year up alumni summit. Y'all come check me out at the summit. It's in Texas this year. 
Uh, it'd be nice to visit Texas. I and I haven't, I haven't really used. I'm only going to use PTO for the Mexico trip, so I have right. some some extra. So that's what I love about my job. I have unlimited PTO when uh. within reason. <laughs> within <laughs> reason. Yeah, can't hey, be taking on, P- can't be taking P- three months off. Having PTO in general is just like awesome. I like, love having health insurance and yeah. dental. And, <laughs> and, and, and I love. I just love insurance. basic human rights that we have to I have love, a corporate I just job love for. That. But you know, <laughs> I love. It is what dental. it is. You know, I mean, I got braces because of it, and yeah. Invisalign to top Invisalign, it off. Invisalign, yeah. Like I don't. It's, it's shout out great. to insurance. Shout out to insurance and being able to pay bills. It's pretty great. So. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all have any more questions, yeah. If you're if you're committed for for an entire year, yeah. If you, and if, you're gonna put in that work, you're gonna try to get noticed. Yeah. If you got a year from eight a.m. to three thirty p.m., give it a shot, man. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, you're going, you're not gonna waste a year. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna be ups and downs, but um, <laughs> yeah. So I think that is it. Um, like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you, Will, for having me on your podcast. Well, I was gonna wrap up that segment. Oh, okay. I was gonna see. I was gonna see if. Well, yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Yada yada yada. See y'all next time. Cause I'm gonna cut the year up part out, and then like. So I was just putting that there. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I want to see. Um, what? You remember what you were wanted to talk about? No, I forgot it. It's gone, man. It's gone. I forgot. It It wasn't that big. It was some. It was some silly. It was probably another video game. But um, I wanted to see if you had anything you wanted to tell the people. You know, anything you want to market, a topic you want to talk about before we head out. Uh, honestly, I can't really think of any topics to, okay. to think about. I, I didn't realize this was a one-on-one with yeah. you. I would have. I only have two mics. So, what do you mean? I only have. two Oh mics. no, I meant like a one-on-one is like um like I'm talking like you as like my manager right now. Why? why you, well, you're not. You, I'm not your manager. I'm I know, your you're gonna have to cut this part off because. No, it's I'm not, I don't want to mention. No, I don't want to mention, dude. No, please don't. I'm do your this manager. Don't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that clip. <laughs> You're my manager. I'm gonna make it my my ringtone. <laughs> You're my manager. You're my manager. No, but You're let me think. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't have any more topics that I can think of, honestly, right Would now. Would you like so. to plug your social media, or do you want to stay aloof? I like I like the idea of staying aloof. Okay, nice. so no social media plug. Just follow Rodrigo in real life. Like, just follow him. Find out where he lives. Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty hard. I'll, I'll actually give you props if you're able to stalk yeah. me. I won't even I'll, do that. I'll give you a hint. He owns chickens. So that c- cuts down. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. A little so bit. I, that's the only hint I'm going to give him. So ready, set, go. And then this, <laughs> you just hear, Rodrigo, <laughs> I saw you on your up. <laughs> These dogs keep biting me, Rodrigo. <laughs> Help. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. Rely on your, find out, yeah. Then use the, uh, the Europe Alumni Network also. So it's like, even if you don't have the same intern, like, find out what Europe Alumni are in it. So, like, if you don't get converted on a job, like, talk to them, see if there's any positions, you know what I mean? So just, like, use the Alumni Network to your benefit also. So it's like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of resources in Europe. But, yeah, that is going to, if Rodrigo doesn't have anything else, he doesn't want to plug any social media or no music that's dropping. So I don't, I don't have any music dropping. He doesn't so. have any music dropping, unfortunately. Unfortunately, right so now. now it's a like, comment, subscribe, and I'll see you guys later. No, it's bad. I'm Will, and this is Rodrigo, and we're gonna eat ten pounds of chicken before we pass out and die. Sounds like a plan to me. This is okay. all news, but I'm I'm down. Let's but, go. Okay, but yeah, I don't got nothing else. All right, here's a llama. We'll talk to y'all later. All right, see you guys. That is a wrap.